0: So seasonal affective disorder, also known as SAD, is a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons. It begins and ends at about the same times every year. For many people, symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping your energy and making you feel moody. So let's understand seasonal depression then with uh, counselling psychologist Buisile Mwina. Buisile, thank you for joining us and thanks for holding Thank you so much and good morning to you and the listeners certainly is bright and early. Yes, we want to make it a wonderful Wednesday, but also we need to understand the tough things in life, right? Uh, we need Absolutely. to talk about them as well. So by seasons, first of all, do we mean the, just the four seasons that we know of? Summer, winter, autumn, spring, or is it phases in life? So in terms of what you kind of rightfully say it's what you find quite
1: broadly, so when we transition from your autumn into winter, we do see quite the the distinct fluctuation in people's mood, sense of self, people kind of dread winter that is approaching. But also in terms of seasonal affective disorder, you can see some manifestations from winter into spring. Um but what we kind of lock in is just the sense of the change. In, in time, you know, there's kind of shorter days, longer nights, it's colder. The commitment, many of, you know, many of us can actually resonate with the commitment of not necessarily, you know, doing the things we used to love to do, activities, going out, hiking, gym. Um, there is a sense of, you know, cravings of, you know, carbohydrates and it's cold. You know, we all gather around the Champ and two type of meals. So there's usually weight gain associated with it, sleeping quite a lot, change in your sleeping pattern, and all of that kind of impacts your mood, which, of course, when we're thinking about mental health, and particularly uh, depression, we understand that they sit on a spectrum mm-hmm. between mild, moderate, and, and severe. So some of these things may come and go, may be quite fleeting for others,
0: and for others can be quite pronounced. So, so how does one know that they suffer from seasonal depression? You mentioned there'll be weight gain, there'll be oversleeping as well. But how yes, do we actually differentiate that it's 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 seasonal depression and not just a uh, just a tough time at, at that particular moment? So, one thing about uh, sad, which is an affective disorder, is that it is a
1: subtype of um depressive disorder. So, a lot of the symptomatic stuff, kind of blends into how we understand depression but one of the things that just start to to kind of stand out is really the the kind of low energy the melancholic feeling so the kind of you, you almost are apathetic towards that time really dread coming in very slow in your movement very consumed itself um and you know a lot of it is really around the increased the weight gain, the low energy, the carb cravings, which are some of the things that we kind of see. But one thing that becomes important is that sometimes we aren't quite able to isolate fully whether it is SAD because it is a subtype of, of major depression. So mm-hmm. you do find that what then becomes a distinct factor is the season itself. So a lot of people come into the state. And then as the spring comes in the summer and they're out there meeting people, going out, the sun is out, they're sleeping less, longer days, we see that kind of change. So even when you kind of sit with a person in the psychotherapeutic sense and you start to map how their mood tends to fluctuate throughout the year, we know that there's usually energy and exuberance at the beginning of the year, a little bit of, you know, dread right in the middle, and some sense of a zest for life towards the end. So the season aspect becomes the distinct factor.
0: Yeah, because I guess it can be a bit confusing for those of us who suffer from things like sinuses, uh, where it's a change of season and you... Your, your, you know, your nose get clogged up and you do get tired sometimes a little bit from that. Even side oh. effects that I experience are that my tummy runs because of all the phlegm that I've been swallowing. But, mm-hmm. but also we call it flu season and, and things like that and so we might think it's that and it, it turns out to be there is a bit of depression. So how do we mitigate or better manage then in terms of what we've identified now as the triggers uh, what do we need to do to mitigate and better manage uh, sad? So time becomes a very important factor when we're thinking about mental health. So if something is persistent, so for
1: example, if the low mood and the sense of withdrawal or disconnect is persistent for about two weeks or so, then we start to place a flag on it. But many of the times in our day to day living we've got fluctuations that would be considered normal. But we also have depressive episodes, which means you kind of come in and out. have got that bad day, little bit of a tricky start to the week, but you tend to resolve. But if we have the sense of dread and you've kind of locked it in for about two weeks, then it starts to be a flag towards us as practitioners, but also to yourself that you can't quite seem to come out of this place that is um, a quite style for you at that moment.
0: Mm. How yeah. do we manage sad then? how do we manage life? <laughs>
1: yeah. That's, you know, it's, it's, it's really just that. It's how do we manage life? And it's, you know, all not all days are the same. And what just becomes important in terms of make our house broadly is to be able to come into safe spaces, to be able to come into supportive spaces. Mm. It's also to be able to be in tune with what you are experiencing. Others may tend to see that there's a change in the way that you, present in social settings, um, and they might flag that, but we, of course, are the ones who know quite uh, intimately what we feel, so our internal condition is really intimately known by us. So when it comes to that, it's really how do we manage the day-to-day sitting with, you know, the pace of the day and the mood and all of that. So all of that comes from a sense of awareness, of insight, but also a sense of, positioning in terms of how you exist around others.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Bui for shedding light on this. And we really appreciate uh, your time. And uh, we'll leave it on that. But let's leave it on the note of how we connect with you, actually. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. In terms of connecting with me on social media, you can find me at Bui
1: underscore M and uh, all of the details around the work and service that we, I provide would be there. And also, at times, you do find that people do kind of drop in DMs to ask about referrals, and if we're able to
0: connect you to someone at that time,
1: we will certainly do that.
0: Great. Thanks again for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: see Le Mwina is a counselling psychologist uh, talking to us in our wellness corner. Our time now, 49 minutes past four.